Dear listeners, welcome back to Intelligent Transportation Podcast. This is our 63rd episode for month of May 2021. I hope in these uncertain days, all of you are healthy and happy. The relationship between academia and industry is very important for innovation and research. We have an interview with an expert from industry today, Mr. Youssef Elhansali, CEO of Vitronic UAE, and a board member at the parent company Vitronic Germany. Professor Ansar Yasser from Hesselt University has conducted this very interesting interview where they discuss machine vision, smart city technology, and ITS. But before that, we will have our news mini section and review. For this episode, Professor Haluk Eren from Firoz University, Elazig, Turkey, prepared a review on a topic called nanorace. He will introduce it and will explain its importance in ITS nowadays. Plus, we have a slight change. This time, Ruzbe is going to give you the most recent news of our field. Let us listen to Ruzbe first. This is Ruzbe Mohammadi. In this episode of ITS Podcast, I bring you some news from Nordic countries, UK and Australia. Nordic region provides autonomous vehicle testbed. Finnish startups move into the self-driving vehicles SDV market has taken a giant leap through a partnership with international partners Toyota Motor Europe, Public Transport Authority Router and Autonomous Vehicle Company. Espo headquartered Sensible 4 will provide full stack autonomous driving software ADS for the vehicles used in a pilot project in Oslo. This will enable the Toyota vehicle supplied to the project to be retrofitted with Sensible 4's all-weather ADS as part of the next phase of Router's STV pilot trials. Router is using the pilot project to both explore ways to integrate STVs into its public transport service offerings in Oslo while delivering new mobility options. To this end, a new test service is being launched in the Norwegian town of Eski in Nordrefolo, a municipal district of the Greater Oslo region. In our estimation, we see the future of transportation as being autonomous and shared, said Harry Santamala, CEO at Sensible4. The future is a network of vehicles that are connected, that are electric and autonomous. Our collaboration with Rotor, Holo and Toyota Motor supports the ambition for self-driving cars to become part of public transportation and provide a smarter and more sustainable mode of transportation for people in their everyday lives. Self-driving cars to be allowed on UK roads this year. The Department for Transport said automated lane keeping system ALKS would be the first type of hands-free driving legalized. The technology controls the position and speed of a car in a single lane and it will be limited to 60 km per hour. But insurers have warned the government's definition of ALKS as self-driving is misleading. Previously, the government had said this new laws would be in place by spring this year and told the BBC there was no delay in its suggested timeframes. Following a consultation last year, the government has now said that the vehicles with the ALKS technology can be legally defined as self-driving. As long as they receive 
GB type approval and that there is no evidence to challenge the vehicle's ability to self-drive. The government confirmed that drivers will not be required to monitor the road or keep their hands on the wheel when the vehicle is driving itself, but the driver will need to stay alert and be able to take over when requested by the system within 10 seconds. If a driver fails to respond, the vehicle will automatically put on its hazard lights to warn nearby vehicles, slow down and eventually stop. The highway code is now consulting on what rules will be put into new laws to make sure the technology is safely used. This is a major step for the safe use of self-driving vehicles in the UK, making future journeys greener, easier and more reliable while also helping the nation to build back better, said Transport Minister Rachel Macklin. But we must ensure that this is exciting new tech is deployed safely, which is why we are consulting on what the rules to enable this should look like. Adelaide launches electric waste collection track trial. A trial of an electric waste collection track is underway as part of a joint council waste contract between City of Adelaide, City of Port Adelaide, City of Charles Estort, and City of Marion. The trial aims to investigate how feasible the electric vehicles is under actual operating conditions while maintaining a consistent and reliable service. The trial will help the four councils determine how they might transition to electric waste collection trucks in the Australian cities as the technology matures. The truck used for the trial is a modified 2018 Dennis Eagle truck with side louder. Is expected to run for 120 kilometers on active duty before needing to recharge. The truck will be charged overnight for approximately 10 hours and will take place at Waste Management Service Company Killing Waste Depot in Port Adelaide. Its actual driving range will depend on the train, number of stops, and driving style. As well as charging from a power point, the truck captures energy from braking and stores it in a battery to power the electric motor. This trial with the electric waste collection truck demonstrates our commitment to reducing our environmental footprint and carbon emissions, helping us achieve our goal of net zero by 2025, said Angela Evans, mayor of city of Charles Stewart. Thank you for listening to our news. We will bring you more news from ITS World in coming episode of ITS Podcast. Thank you, Ruzbe. In this episode, Haluk also has made some changes to his popular section of book review. He is going to talk about nanocars. With all the environment changes and a new pandemic, the talk about a new generation of intelligent transportation has started. What is nanorace? Haluk will explain. Lifestyle based on climate-related ecological changes and severe pandemic conditions, we have started to talk about some of the new generation intelligent transport modes, which can potentially be future trend of humanity. Of course, scientists will come up with entirely new techniques, suitable for the living nature to survive. Therefore, in near future, we may see different perspective books to understand the intelligent transportation-related phenomena in the nature. 
In this section of the episode, we introduce new types of tiny cars similar to vaccines, viruses or other molecular structures. A new family of nano cars are getting ready for the nano Grand Prix. Even if losing public and audience, Formula One is still the major reference in motorsport. These races continue, but other motorsports such as drone racing have been getting popular, as well as molecular vehicle competitions called the nano car race with one nanometer vehicles. History of nano car race competition. Chemists had previously coped with nano cars with wheels and axles as well as molecular rotors and switches. The 2016 Nobel Prize in Chemistry, which was awarded to creators of nanomachines, has renewed interest in the field. But cars on the nanoscale behave nothing like their real-life counterparts. At these scales, electrostatic forces dominate and random thermal vibrations constantly shake molecules around. The idea for the race was formulated in January 2013 in the ACS Nano magazine. This way a call for applications was launched to give the participating teams time to prepare appropriate nanocars. The race was officially announced by the National Center for Scientific Research in November 2015 in Toulouse during Futurapolis 1. On this occasion, five teams presented their prototype projects. With remote controlling via internet, the first world nanocar race on a polished gold track started in 2017 in France with six teams. The teams were from Switzerland, France, Austria, Germany, Japan and United States. In this race, the drivers of the nano cars did not sit behind the wheel of their cars, but rather at the computer, which they used to operate a scanning tunneling microscope. After then, researchers have developed a new family of nanocars ready to compete on a gold surface against the nine other teams selected for the second nanocar race in 2021 in connection with the European FET Open Project Memo. The postponed C Nano Conference 2020 will take place in Toulouse in November 2021. The competition will be live broadcasted. More than just a competition, the nanocar race is a real-time scientific experiment. The underlying objective is to advance research in the observation, test and control of molecular machines at the ultimately miniaturized single molecular scale. The nanocar race is therefore a unique opportunity for researchers to implement novel techniques for independent maneuvering of nanomachines. In the race, there are no boxes, no pit stops, no fuel and scraps, although we talk about vehicles. They are small molecules based on hydrogen atoms. As a track, a gold road cooled to minus 270 degrees of centigrade are used. Nanocars are a new class of molecular machines. 
that can roll across solid surfaces with structurally defined direction. The molecules involved in this race have no motors. These molecules move by means of pulses, specifically at total of 0.3 nanometers per electrical pulse. The only way to follow the race is through a scanning tunneling microscope, which takes three minutes to scan, forcing researchers to create short animations every hour for those who want to see the rays. Vehicles could spend a maximum of 36 hours on the track. Modifying these vehicles requires authorization, and they could not be pushed beyond the corresponding electrical impulses. They must navigate a race course made of gold atoms, and measuring a maximum of 100 nanometers in length. Speeds of 5 nanometers per hour are expected. The race in 2017 was first and foremost a scientific and technological challenge and broadcasted live on the YouTube NanoCar Race channel. The race was a great challenge for everyone involved. During the hours of preparation and the race itself, they learned better and better how molecules could be moved in a targeted manner and which molecules were particularly suitable. While other teams had sent large molecules with mobile sections to the start, the winner Swiss team worked with a very small molecule. To make this kind of a race possible, a considerable number of problems had to be solved beforehand, such as the choice of the track and its preparation, the improvement of monitoring and control devices, the sensitivity of current measurements, the evaporation of a large number of very different molecules on the same surface and microscope validation. Among the benefits, the development of molecular models and high-tech atoms will make possible in the future the preparation of quantum electronic circuits on the surface of an isolator atom by atom. Many theses, scientific articles and conference papers have been releasing for the sake of nanocar raising and the European FET Open Project Memo. Thank you, Haluk. Very interesting. For those who are interested in industrial talks, we have been glad to have Mr. Youssef Elhansali, CEO of Vitronic UAE and a board member at the parent company Vitronic Germany as our special guest. Ansar was able to conduct this interview right from Belgium. Let's learn about the different ITS-related activities and work in Vitronic. Professor Ansar Yassar from the ITS podcast team with another interesting podcast for you. Today, we will be interviewing a CEO of a tech company with focus on IT assistance. We have with us today, Mr. Yusuf El-Halsani. Mr. Yusuf El-Halsani is a 40 years old, 42 years old, experienced chief executive officer of Vitronic UAE with a legendary history of working in the field of traffic systems and industrial automation. He has a global experience in general management and sales leadership positions. He has in-depth understanding of European, Middle Eastern, and African businesses. He is skilled in business networking, negotiations, 
operation management and leadership. He is a talented uh, business development professional with a master's degree focused in electrical and electronics engineering from University of Applied Sciences in Weisbaden, Germany. Vitronic is a world leader in industrial machine vision. The owner-managed group of companies develops innovative products and customized solutions in the growth industries of automation, healthcare, photovoltaics, logistics automation, body scanning solutions, and traffic technology. With over 35 years of experience, Vitronic offers a unique portfolio of systems and software for image and sensor-based quality inspection, identification, traffic monitoring, and toll collections. Some of the customers include companies such as Braun, BMW, Daimler, DHL, UPS, Toll Collect, uh, Fresnius, and Sanofi, to name a few. Uh, as well as governmental agencies and public authorities are customers of Vitronic. In traffic technology sector, Vitronic offers high-performance technologies to increase road safety, improve traffic flow, and secure tolling revenue. This success story in the Gulf began in 2009 with the posting of the current managing director of Vitronic Machine Vision Middle East, Mr. Yusuf Al-Hassani. Vitronic's LiDAR-based transport technology was also convincing in terms of technology and product quality. No competitor was able to offer systems that uh, mire over several lanes without roadside installations and have a comparable acquisition rates and accuracy characteristics. The confidence of customers in the Gulf region in LiDAR technology and Vitronic as a reliable partner quickly led to their success. In 2010, Vitronic Machine Vision Middle East delivered the first stationary and mobile polyscan systems to Saudi Arabia. This was followed by major orders from Oman, Iraq, the Emirates of Dubai and Abu Dhabi, which made Vitronics the market leader with more than 50% of market share in the region. Welcome, Mr. Yusuf Al-Sani. How may I call you? Uh, furthermore, I gave a short introduction for our listeners. They would be very happy to hear more details from you. Uh, could you please introduce yourself and add anything that I might have missed? Yes, thank you very much for offering me the opportunity to talk to the audience today. And of course, you can call me Yusuf just easily. Um, it has been an interesting journey on my career. When I was a kid, I was always inspired from the technological mindset of the Germans and Japanese. And when I passed the final exam at the high school in Morocco, so I didn't struggle to choose Germany as the final destination for my future studies. So I couldn't choose Japan because of the complexity of the Japanese language. So I joined Petronic in 2003 as a working student. And it was really a unique opportunity for me to be exposed to software and hardware development at the very early stage of my study. So already as a student, I was directly involved in a very interesting project in the field of our pharmaceutical industry, where I improved my technical and customer relationship skills. So I kept doing so until I got my master's degree in electrical and electronic engineering. In 2005, I started my professional career as engineer in the healthcare department as a system developer. After five years in different roles, I moved to the traffic department and I changed my focus to the Middle East region. In 2009, I founded the Vitronic subsidiary in Dubai as one, as one man show and uh, I am still acting as the CEO of the company. So in my role and with Jointly uh, with amazing team, we established Vitronic as one of the biggest traffic technology suppliers in the Middle East and Africa. 
Thank you, Yusuf. I must say that your company has a very impressive and broad portfolio. And of course, it is one of the market leaders in smart technologies. Uh, today, I will focus on your initiatives in the domain of smart mobility. Um, what are your technologies or products in this domain? Uh, could you please give your uh, give our listeners a brief overview of your technologies? Yes, of course. So the trunk traffic technology portfolio consists of two main pillars. The first pillar called Polyscan Product Family, which offers multiple traffic enforcement solutions to help improve road safety and safe city environment. The Polyscan Speed and Red Light is a multiple or multi-purpose system which have the ability to enforce overspeeding, red light violations, tailgating, and also average speed violation, including the automatic license plate recognition, which helps to detect wanted cars to enhance the overall safety in the city environment. Within the Polyscan product portfolio, Vitronic provide one of the most sophisticated fine and data processing back office in the world market. Um, in addition, Vitronic system provide valuable traffic data and congestion alerts. Furthermore, Vitronic traffic technology portfolio also includes smart free flow tolling solution for road user charging. This allow identification of vehicles and automatic payment without stopping or even slowing down. It's an efficient system to reduce congestion at the plaza by allowing more vehicles through it. So uh, the overall smart city solution by Vitronic combines different enforcement system with environment sensors to provide the ITS designers with indications about the environment impact of road traffic on the environment. Thank you, Yusuf. I, I noticed one important technological contribution from your company is in the field of LiDAR-based systems. And you've also mentioned it as well in your explanation earlier. How are they different than the traditional microwave-based systems? Are they really better? Uh, can you please give an example from your real-world experience where your systems performed better than the traditional systems? Yes, yes, uh, for sure. Uh, many of Vitronic's products uh, are based on machine vision using cameras and LiDAR. So we use LiDAR since decades in different applications in the automation and logistic field, such as very accurate 3D volume measurement of moving object or high accurate triggering system. I would like to take you back in the history and tell you how we started our journey in the traffic enforcement world. So back in the 90s, we had a long-term uh, R&D project with General Motors to develop a LiDAR for the automotive sector. During this journey, we saw the strength of LiDAR as a very high accurate speed measurement system, but at the same time, we saw the high demand for such systems in the German market. The microwave solution was and still are not allowed for um, an attended operation in Germany. Therefore, we started immediately with the type approval, which we got successfully back in 2006. There have been many tries and comparison tests from different entities worldwide, and all of them confirmed the technical superiority of our LiDAR technology. There was not a single case that we failed against any existing technology. With the polyscan systems, Vitronic uh, Machine Vision Middle East was also able to make a significant contribution to helping uh, in reduction uh, in the number of road uh, accidents or casualties. I believe 
that this is one of your key products that is helping you achieve the vision zero, as if I may call it. Can you please tell us more? How will this be achieved with the current mobility mix? And what are the future challenges ahead of you? Yes, sure. The trunk traffic enforcement system portfolio includes speed enforcement and red light enforcement system, which have improved the road safety towards vision zero. So meaning zero fatalities. To this day, overspeeding is still one of the main key influence factor in regard to road traffic accidents and fatalities. By providing system which uh, enable entities to bring road users to adapt their behavior and reduce or eliminate overspeeding and red light violations, but also let the driver keep the safety distance to the leading vehicle. Vitronic has helped multiple cities and governments worldwide to reduce the number of accidents and fatalities. This is a proven fact as the numbers of fatalities are published and this have a direct correlation with the implementation of, of our big project. Further systems to protect vulnerable road users like pedestrians and bike riders help also overall with the strategy. Entities are also provided with Vitronic system who helps to find and I identify wanted vehicles with which entities are currently looking for in regard to an expired car registration, for example, or for unsafe car conditions. Um, future challenges for Vision Zero is the rise in distracted driving to, uh, for example, mobile usage, uh, but also the maturity while driving is declining year after year, as claimed by WHO. Uh, the key challenge will be to provide systems helping entities with solutions that can help to reduce the number of distracted drivers and increase the awareness. Uh, furthermore, future challenges also include the ne necessary automation process from information gathering to analysis to recommendations and immediate necessary actions for decision makers. Thank you, Yusuf. I have noticed that Vitronic is also focusing on embedding its technologies within the smart city context. You are focusing on capturing high quality traffic data. That's quite vital. What is um, What type of ITS services within a city would be supported by your systems apart from enforcement solutions? Uh, ITS solutions that also will be included would be a road user charging and tolling systems. Future concept currently also use environmental sensors to provide information about the impact of tropic pollution on the environment. There are other solutions currently developed in this regard, which we cannot state here, but keep an eye on Vitronics portfolio in the near future, because there are going to be more solutions for ITS by Vitronics very soon. That's, that's amazing. Um, what cutting edge ITS technologies are in the future focus of your company? Of course, you don't need to share with us any trade secrets, but more of a teaser for our listeners, especially the young researchers, so they can align themselves uh, for what is coming next. Yeah, sure. Vitronic is doing more R&D in this field based on the future technology trends. Uh, we are not at liberty to share all the information yet, but keep an eye out. It will come soon. And the future technology trends, we mean artificial intelligence, big data, Internet of Things, and machine and deep learning algorithms. So really keep an eye out of Vitronic in the future. Thank you. As one of the last questions, I would like to know your opinion regarding the future of driverless cars and their impact on smart enforcement technologies. Uh, what is your point of view? 
your forecast or if I may say insider's information in this regard? I, I can just begin with a question. Could you imagine how long it's going to take to have a full fleet of autonomous vehicles? So the optimists from automotive sector predict to have 50% of the whole fleet with full autonomy by 2060. And 100% of the fleet cannot happen earlier than 2090. Commercial transport and passenger buses might become a standard in the late uh, 2030s, but as long as the driverless vehicles and manually driven vehicles are sharing the same roads, we might face a new safety challenges. We might see conventional cars joining the platoon, which can lead to unexpected consequences. Uh, keeping the safety distance is vital to avoid rear-end crashes. Human drivers, and especially those who don't trust technology and don't use the safety assistance features in the car, will still misestimate the safety distance to the leading vehicle, which inevitably might cause crashes. There are many situations where the human drivers need to be forced to follow traffic rules in a mixed traffic environment. Therefore, I believe traffic enforcement remained indispensable at least for the foreseeable future. So finally, uh, Yusuf, is there anything special that you would uh, like to mention and talk about to our listeners? Because you're talking to now students, uh, professionals, uh, academicians, uh, and top scientists in the domain. So is there anything special you want to talk about? Yes, of course. Uh, here, I, really, I must emphasize that we all, road users, industry sector, academia, and policymakers need to work more together to stop the blood bad happening every day on our roads. So many innocent people are losing their life just because of half second of lack of concentration. We also should cooperate proactively to stop climate change, which become an existential threat to our civilization. I strongly believe with a combined advanced driver assistant technology with increased driver maturity, we can move the zero vision from science fiction to a reality. Thank you again for giving me the opportunity to talk to you today, and I hope you will have found it useful. Thank you very, thank you so much for being with us. I know that these days industrial life is much more hectic. Uh, we really appreciate that you accepted our invitation for the interview, and we hope, sincerely hope, that uh, our listeners could learn a lot from Vitronic technologies and Vitronic products that are either available now or coming up in the near future. And again, once again, thank you so much for your insight and insightful information and, and, uh, and updates. Much appreciate, Professor Ansar. Goodbye. Thank you, Ansar, and thank you, Yusuf, for accepting our invitation and sharing your knowledge and experience with our listeners. We have reached the end of our 63rd podcast. Talk to you soon. This podcast is sponsored by IEEE, Intelligent Transportation System Society. This was Dr. Mayam Kavishkar from IEEE IDS Society.